0: What are we even going to talk about this week? Dude, I know <laughs> stuff and things that happened, but first, let me address the elephant in the room. By elephant, I mean giant microphone in front of my face, because I don't yeah. know. Can you validate me and at the very least lie and say that I sound better in in this setup, in, in, in the bedroom setup?
1: Yes.
0: Thank you for... For the validation. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I sound as good right here as I do recording late at night as I do out in the other set in the living room where I don't have to disturb Nick. Because even though um, collectively him and I have like literally thousands of dollars of studio and audio and camera equipment, I've been taking every work from home bedroom call, every meeting every integration that I've had with work from like an old shitty USB razor microphone <laughs> that sounds tinny and is like far away from me. And finally I'm like, I why am I, there's, there's spare microphones in my house. This is, this was just chilling. It's, it's, it's an AT2020. It's not bad. It's, it's not an SM7B. It's not as good as your microphone, but I mean like it's, it's comparatively much better than a fucking Yeti. So yeah. um, I would like to think, that that I finally, you know, took took the time and took the investment to to make my my work calls better. And is
1: it also makes the nighttime And, and not, you know, don't forget about the podcast. Thank you. you.
0: Know.
1: We may not be getting paid anymore, but we're still professionals, god damn it, Joey.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Dude, look at how look at how consistent we've been without anyone giving us money. By the way, rents do cap. I, I need to talk to you about that later. If I can, if, I don't know if you. Um, I guess uh, I don't know right. if you're gonna, I don't know. Friend loans or something. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, <laughs> man, I don't have water. I'm a disaster. It's same,
1: same. Actually, I also. I mean, you've seen how much water I drink when we do this podcast. I just re- I looked down like literally just before you said that, like 30 seconds. I was like, oh no, I don't have water,
0: dude. Oh, I don't God. know when you <laughs> when you pee is it for just an extended period of time. Like, do you not have short bathroom breaks? Because I imagine with the amount of water you take, you just have to go to the bathroom and like really enjoy the time with your toilet.
1: I keep myself pretty hydrated, but uh, according to some Reddit thread, uh, all mammals pee about the the same length. All the same period of time, they all mammals, no matter like size or anything, pee between like the same kind of time areas, which makes sense. Like, even though you're you're you a bigger mammal or something, you probably can't afford to just be, you know, just just peeing and, and you know being potentially hunted down by predators for two minutes at a time. You can run and pee yeah you, you can you a run couple and pee. times i've I've done that I've actually done that. I did that in uh in boot camp i uh really had to pee and we were running and you know you gotta go like i you're not allowed to stop so I just I was just kind of doing this half jog sideways while peeing off into the side into a ditch.
0: how uh, many people uh, were around you
1: uh, uh, like a good amount <laughs> the, the thing is is that like when you're in the military like uh, you're you're naked around people all the time like you have no shame at that part it, it just gets taken all away so pe- peeing in front of people like i've had conversations i remember there was a conversation i had with somebody me and some other guy got done with the, the in the showers and the showers are like three big uh circular deals with a bunch of whole bunch of heads in just a big open room and everyone showers uh all of the same same area so there's anywhere from 20 to 80 dudes you know all packed in this room that's hot and then uh, i i remember i remember me and this other guy we finished showering and then we went over uh and the bathrooms were uh before you actually head into the main area where you're supposed to sleep and uh and there was some dude shitting and he started up a conversation with us and we stayed and that dude was totally naked on the shitter and the dude next to me was totally naked. I I had a towel but like, you know, I did, I didn't really care that much. I just remember sitting there thinking like, man, it is this this is just weird that, that that this is now the norm that I just talk to some dude and he's totally naked shitting like this is the comfort level that I have now with these people.
0: Yeah, you know? uh, September 5 and all that stuff, right? go all,
1: all that societal you know like ah uh, you gotta stay clothed and all that sort of thing just gets beaten out of you real quickly and you're just like oh this is the new norm
0: <laughs> i yeah i'm not like a nervous peer i don't have too many problems with general nudity but like i think that the thing that i'm most prude about what would, would i guess would i guess just be doing that i'd be like yeah i just would rather not but i i've never forced myself like i've never even taken a shower at the gym with a bunch of people i'm just like i'm gonna Go home where I don't I don't think I'm gonna get foot fungus from the floors that haven't been cleaned. Oh yeah, in yeah,
1: yeah. I have no desire to, to shower in public places for the same cleanliness.
0: It's all about the foot it, fungus. Yeah. It's all yeah. about that's what it comes to. I down don't care for.
1: about anybody seeing me naked. I care about walking around on those floors <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah.
0: Even more so now. Like I guess maybe it's cl- you're cleaner in the shower than the rest of the gym, ironically, in twenty twenty, because there's probably some type of Airflow. yeah but nobody's
1: wearing a mask in a shower oh um, that's true so it's more dangerous there
0: so there is um a local gym by my parents house in the town that i grew up in um i'll docks at beautiful simi valley california shout out to shout out to simi valley and anyone who wants to know about that please i'm very sorry if you know about that anywho there's there's a gym and uh simi is interesting because it's um California has, like, slightly gerrymandered districts, even though it's not really legal. And the district that Simi Valley is in is kind of, like, the weird red Republican district that's, like, really vertical and doesn't make much sense if you draw it on a map. It's, like, it's uh-huh. like corralled in with districts hundreds of miles to the north. Um, and they're generally lower middle class white people shout out to me um who who, who grew up there and we reflect but
1: okay go on
0: <laughs> i just really want to i really want to show that lower middle class white person pride um, yeah we want to
1: have a uh, make sure we got that street cred you know
0: yeah check check that privilege right um, where my fellow
1: poor people are. <laughs>
0: um uh, and and uh, so so the the reason why I give that that context is because they generally aren't super into the whole pandemic thing. A lot of them are kind of like like Fox News people, if I want to describe them like that. And they're like ah, it's it's fake or it's China, whatever. Um, so and because they're in a different county than LA, they don't face the same restrictions as as you and I do. And okay. as, as such One of the first things that they opened back up Were uh, gyms Pretty pretty early on uh, But you're not really allowed To do full indoor gym Exercises per the state of California So they've compromised by just turning Their entire parking lot into a gym and Oh yeah,
1: outdoor gyms Yeah, no, I've, se- I've seen that That's becoming a thing It's, it's, becoming,
0: <laughs> it's becoming a thing um, And I know that there's a lot of people doing it I don't quite think it's a good idea whatever i'm not a scientist uh, but i was just enthralled and appalled driving by this gym and seeing i shit you not probably about a hundred to 130 people outside in less than a thousand square feet of a parking lot they were on top of each other no masks anywhere spotting each other doing a lot of dead lifting doing a lot of just like uh like I think I think in the middle of the gym there was a CrossFit class going on and just a hundred people in the middle of the sun, huffing and puffing, zero maskage, and I'm like, I'm so happy I moved out of here.
1: Yeah, I've just become uh very comfortable with the idea that this is this is just gonna be a continuous thing. We're still gonna be talking about this from a year from now
0: basically i need to get back to my 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 finger i think is officially healed enough where i can get back to weightlifting so i'm pretty excited about that i have to i have to get some new weights but even six months later it's still kind of hard to buy them and they're still definitely expensive yeah i
1: bought some i bought a a dumbbell kit i finally broke and bought a bench and a dumbbell kit so i got that
0: did you get a not shitty bench
1: uh the bench is not too bad the dumbbells pretty shitty fucking you know like they they got some real high-tech dumbbell shit you know where they, you could just like put it like it, it sits in a stand and you could adjust some sort of thing and pull up and it'll go up to like 50 pounds 60 pounds you just like adjust a, a thing and then you just pull it up and boom it's the exact weight that you want it to be and i was looking at that and i was like that'd be really cool and it's like 600 dollars, and i'm like not for that fucking price no
0: <laughs> dude weights are expensive
1: Uh, yeah
0: i have to uh i i was pretty disappointed in myself so i i haven't been lifting in probably about six months in any regular cadence and even before then it's not like i was someone who's like a like a meathead and lifting all the time i'm not i'm not blitz or someone like i'm not just going to the gym and being like oh look at me i could bench press i'm gonna put it on twitter uh he'll never hear Mm -hmm, that so mm -hmm. i'm glad that i can (laughs) um anywho check his twitter he doesn't listen
1: to anything that we do
0: yeah i know that's fine i love him very much um what was I saying oh yeah blitz uh anywho i i uh i'm I'm not that person but I like to have some like like weightlifting is like the exercise to me that I can do that's relatively low impact I'm pretty above average at it just because of my build which gives me like a little bit of a self confidence boost and uh i I can like keep to a routine and I can see results and I, and I like it quite a bit um so even though not super serious, I have like a like a set of weights at home and a, like a like a shitty bench, which I don't recommend. You should really spend the right money on a bench uh, to to, actu- to actually lift stuff. And um, I I made the mistake of doing something that I know saying out loud is stupid, but I went right back to the weight that I was doing in in March. <laughs> and I and uh-huh. I and I and I lay down. I get on this bench. I'm listening to to a YouTube video. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is just like, you know, let, let me do, let me do like some chest presses with like some 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 fifty pound dumbbells. Want any charm, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> and I haven't quite. This happened literally like thirty minutes ago, dude. I am not quite over the personal trauma of of. It, it's really humbling to to realize oh, fuck, I'm not as strong as I used to. It's like a very easy metric that you can directly go, I know I used to be able to do that, and now I definitely cannot do that. And yes. uh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm worse as a human being than I used to be. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate. I,
0: yeah. I have less muscle, but I somehow weigh more, so I can't even use that as an excuse because I can't do that. My arms are l- less big. Uh, which means that you know I'm not going to get all the ladies because that's all anyone ever really wants, right? And now I have uh-huh. to go back to like some fucking training regimen that I'm going to kill myself over because I'm like, "Welp, time to spend yeah. all my free time getting back to that to that marker I was at."
1: Dude, it's so annoying. It goes away so quickly. Like, yeah, everybody always, oh, it goes away quickly, but it comes back quickly. Like that may be true, but it still sucks that it goes away so quickly.
0: I don't understand. Yeah. See, now the reason, the knowing that it goes away so quickly is what really makes me curious about people who are big fitness heads, like the people who look like an Instagram model and just have their six packs, have these really defined veins. I know half of them are Photoshopped, I know half of them are dehydrated. There's a lot of people who are like really on that lifestyle and grind. And it's wild to me to think about that, you know, if those people just stop for two weeks or a month or god forbid three months they just look completely different they've lost years of progress and it it feels that that fact is like really unmotivating for me because i never like i I think there's an idealistic version of of, of myself in my head i'm like i can look like that i can do that but then i never want to put in the effort because i know one day i'll stop and it will all go away and then what's the point so quick
1: all right we're gonna experiment here have i told you about my dad
0: I mean, aside from the fact that he exists, he might be a little bit shitty. He likes to exchange.
1: Uh, Wait, features. what? He might be shitty. No, my dad's great. Oh, okay.
0: See, I was wrong about one of those things. Um,
1: <laughs> no, no, my dad's great. Um, but he um, he uh, is a CrossFit. Uh, he, I mean, he's been a fitness maniac ever since I was born. So uh, he is one of those guys. Um and if you've ever met him he he just he does he looks good okay and i'm going to i'm going to show you a video he sent me just the other day nailed my uh he he is getting into so he got into crossfit probably about 15 years ago Uh, Maybe ten years ago, right? That's early. He got into CrossFit, CrossFit, was enjoying that. He actually got into a position where he was competing in the CrossFit games. And he, I think at the age of like 49 or something like that, he was right at the cutoff of going to the next age group. Um, He competed in the CrossFit games and got really, really close to actually going to the next level and going to nationals and appearing on TV doing CrossFit competition. Like that's the level of fitness that my dad was at, right? And, and so the next year, he was going to do enter into the next age group, giving him a chance, better chance of being able to make it. And then he hurt his his shoulder, and he had to have surgery and stuff. And it's it's been uh, a been a minute since uh, that whole hap- thing happened. But uh, now, over the last like three years or something, he's been getting into Olympic weightlifting, so you know the whole snatching and stuff like that. Yeah, a
0: lot, a lot of powder, a lot of grunting, a lot of really yeah. taped knees, if I remember correctly.
1: He's got a uh he, he's got a really nice home gym and he sent me a video. Nailed my three by three hang power snatch at one thirty five, up five pounds from last week. He just sends me videos like this. That sounds like someone
0: he's... We're pausing right now because I'm watching. If you're not watching the video, yeah, if, we're, YouTube, we're, yeah, if this is for the YouTube, but if this is this my, is this my for dad. Just, I'm sorry. Okay, there's, there's fucking... so many things I want to talk about. One, why does your dad own so many boogie boards? Two, because he... Uh, he lives
1: on a he lives on a beach, or really close to a beach. That's number one. What number is... two, my dad is a very social guy. He's one of the most extroverted people I've ever met. I did not get his extroverted genes. That, is so he... that's my dad.
0: What is? i have um
1: <laughs> it's incredibly demotivating to have like as your father just be like like he like every single time i've achieved some sort of like physical fitness peak in my life when i was in the military or whatever like there's always something in the back of my head that like i just know my dad is in better shape than me <laughs> yeah
0: I, the all i can think about is what is it like to have like an objectively hot dad and what does that do to your self-confidence? <laughs>
1: Uh, i mean like again it's just demotivating in some ways like uh like I, I don't know like some people like blitz blitz is like oh like like you were not motivated by that to begin to like no <laughs> like you grow up with that like my dad tried to get me to work out when i was like 10 11 12 you know and i was like Mm-mm, this this ain't me
0: i think that goes both ways and before i forget shout out to your mom good job um
1: well <laughs> They're divorced, you goober.
0: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, let's clap it edit that. Um, anywho, uh, before... Uh... <laughs> Damn it, I fucking derailed myself so hard. Fuck! Um... <laughs> I, I think it really does go both ways because my sister, um, her her fiance, her dad is in a similar situation as your father. Mm-hmm. Um like bi- like personal trainer, crossfit person, objectively attractive and very in shape for some of their fifties, has been for a long time. Um but but my sister's fiance went the other way than than you did, in the sense that uh like and i'm sure this is like there's like a whole psychological yarn to un- to unravel here but basically sure, sure. The, the 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 fitness was like the only way to really bond and get acceptance from his father so mm. he became someone who was just as fanatical as dad just because that was a way that was like the only way that they can communicate together so um mm. I, I i guess i could see it now now i know both sides of the coin right
1: yeah. Okay. I I that that does I can definitely see how that works. Fortunately, my my dad has been pretty accepting of all the weird shit that I do, like, you know, talk about video games for a living and stuff like that. Uh But uh it I could definitely see because it is a bonding experience when I am weightlifting and stuff and like the times that I do get into it and I talk to him, but that is a bonding experience for sure. But uh so I, I could definitely see how that other side of the coin works. But, yeah. <laughs> now
0: I'm just thinking about how your father's attractive. So I guess I got to get that my yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, my parents you did you have me. More ways, both my look... parents are very attractive.
0: <laughs> my, <laughs> I should show you a picture of what my dad looked like when he was my age. Because I recently saw a picture of it. And this is an interesting oh, story yeah. because I don't have the media to provide it. So no one is going to see at this time. But, like... We look exactly the same, and my dad is not an attractive person, so that just makes me worried about what the next 20 years are going to be like, to be
1: honest. <laughs> so you think you're just going to age poorly? Is that what you're saying? Because you're not unattractive at all. Yeah,
0: thank I, again, really appreciate that. First the microphone, then this. Everything is just really coming up roses for me today. Um yeah, I, I think that I'm going to be okay because I have the self-discipline to not gain 100 pounds eating food like uh, he did, if not more. Okay. And so there's, like, a I, I so have, like, his bone structure and look. And it's wild to me. Um, I'm, I'm watching my sister grow up, and I was always teased uh, when I was younger for having an attractive mom. Um, mm. I, I think people would say that I objectively have an attractive mother, which is a sentence that I never want to say again. Let me just <laughs> forget about that one. And it's wild to see, um, you know, uh, the, the comparisons because like my sister got all the good genes in that regard. She looks just like my mom, talks just like my mom. And now I realize that I look just like my dad and I'm worried about having heart disease and diabetes by the time I'm 30. So, you know, I really... <laughs> I really didn't get those traits. Uh,
1: uh,
0: um, can real quick before I pose yeah. a Dota question, I want to circle back to a conversation from literally twenty minutes ago to chime in on uh-huh. something because I might never get the, the opportunity to again. I'm worried that I pee too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you're drinking too much water and you're you're
0: just that I don't force myself to hold my urine, and oh, I'm, yeah, just don't really, do that. I'm just really—I'm just no, no, no. But like, I'm accustomed to going to the bathroom at literally the first instinct uh, instance of I have to pee. Okay. And I know that I could wait an extended period of time after that, the feeling would go away a little bit, it'll come back, and then like they'll objectively be more mm. in my bladder to expel. But I feel okay. like instead like if my bladder was a phone battery <laughs> I always <laughs> recharge it when it gets to eighty instead of letting the battery go to like twenty or ten or zero. And I don't know if that's good so for you're, the life for the battery. You're afraid you're
1: wearing things out too much.
0: Yeah, or just not training myself to be able to to hold it for for an extended. Period Do you of time? make up
1: in the middle of the night frequently to go pee? Never. Oh, okay. Well, never. I mean, that that was the first thing that I thought of is that well life experience wise your your quality of life is going to go down if you're going to be waking up a lot to go pee in the middle of the night but yeah. if that's not happening i don't yeah. really i can't imagine it's that bad
0: maybe uh, i hear i hear it's a thing that happens to old people so i think maybe maybe we both uh, collectively yeah. be too young for that still but you know
1: yeah one day, one day. future is yes the future is going to be dark in that one
0: regard day we get our prostate
1: right. isn't that weird already had my prostate checked baby
0: I wanted to ask a Dota question, but why? Just just for general health purposes?
1: <laughs> Personal recreation.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, you know what? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, uh, when I uh, initially applied and got my job at the paper factory. Um, <laughs> That's a
0: really weird requirement, dude. They're like, you got to be able to yeah, drive no, a forklift no. <laughs> and you got to be able to go at least two knuckles deep, Okay.
1: No, what I what I got okay. So first of all, when you when you join the military, they do a, a little little checkup, but they don't go in, right? They just kind of like, like peek underneath emorals. the hood, but they don't really reach in there a whole lot. But so, like, I thought I thought that's all it was. Uh, but I had to get a uh, physical. I had to get a physical done in order to get this job uh, at the paper factory. Just kind of like standard practice, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The the i believe the checklist on the physical the problem was is that most of the people working there at the paper factory are anywhere from like 45 to 65 it's just a bunch of old white dudes you know i and there there's very very few young people working there and i what I think happened was that just on that physical exam, uh, checklist and all the things they, they need me to do, you know, to see how physically fit I am, to be able to work in a warehouse and like, can I lift five pounds without breaking my back and shit on that list is erectile exam. Uh, and I, you don't, know, you're, you don't, you're not supposed to get that until when you're like, what, th- 50 plus? I, th- I
0: think it's 40. They start recommending them for males.
1: Okay, in, in, well, in like US. 40 plus. I yeah. mean, I was like 21, 22 at the time. But it's it's on the checklist. <laughs> and my doctor's like, all right. And so he, he does the whole like, okay, uh, you know, turn around, bend over. And like he's telling me this. In my mind, I'm thinking it's just a look under the hood sort of deal. Oh, no. I'm not expecting what happens. Oh. And let me say – it was a very shocking experience and i was you know despite the warnings i was not ready for it (laughs) so
0: i'm i'm surprised that the doctor wasn't like you know this is pretty weird i've never done this to someone this young before or he like he didn't give you any more context or warning or anything i I think
1: he he did think it was weird but it's the like if he sends me away, and but it's on the checklist, right? Like, in order to get employed. So it's like, I would have to come back to do it again. And he's just like, well, we're just going to do this all in one go.
0: The homie doctor would have been, he's definitely okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, the homie doctor would have just been like, all right, whatever, check. He's 20. You know? <laughs> but my doctor, unfortunately, was a little bit too ethical for that. And went through the full exam and... <laughs>
0: We need. Let less. me just say
1: that, yeah, that, that that always went something like this. <laughs> all I remember was the doctor behind me. Just breathe, just breathe, and I'm just going. What the fuck is happening right now?
0: <laughs> so yeah, I've, like I've experienced that?
1: that. Yeah, did I did I tell my mom? But yeah, she thought it, she was like, "What the fuck." <laughs> I, I told that story in the military. Everyone got a kick out of it. I told the story in very graphic detail, and it was it, it like that was the best reception I've ever gotten for a story I've told. They Man. thought it was fucking hilarious,
0: dude. That is that is really funny and incredibly unfortunate, but yeah. really funny. Your doctor, we need more doctors like your doctor in in this world. They really care. They're super ethical. They don't you know discharge people with COVID. It's great. Um, <laughs> God, America's gonna die. Um, yeah, if for, I was
1: rich, then uh, my doctor would have just been like, "Oh, hey, this whole thing's fine. You're good to go."
0: <laughs> Give me that copay, baby. Yeah.
1: Go
0: um, ahead. I have zero segue to this, dude. Isn't it crazy that crazy got rid of their Dota team?
1: Oh yeah. There's no NA orgs left, man. There, are, it's f- it's just it's sad. <laughs> It's just sad. Like, I I wouldn't make a joke, but it, honestly, it's just terrible. Is it? I like. Does, does Beast Coast count? Beast Coast does not count because they're repping an SA team. Okay. There are plenty of SA orgs, fortunately. Um, whether that's due to cost or whatever the reasons are, there just is. Uh, honestly, if I was like, I think Beast Coast was incredibly smart because they are an NA organization, but they they are obviously quite low on the totem pole. Uh, it's a huge opportunity to be able to represent an sa team, especially the best SA team in the world that guarantees a chance to go to TI. like that's that's massive. Uh, and you know your costs are not going to be nearly the same as NA where the cost of living is higher and the ego is higher. so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, most of the cost of living, but also the ego helps. Yeah. it's I, I'm trying to think of counterpoints. I'm like, well, I mean, there's evil geniuses, and there's yeah, chaos CG. who isn't a team.
1: Yeah, they're not in Dota. In Dota. Uh, chaos, chaos, you know. Greg, is, he started in Dota, and he doesn't want to be in Dota. You know? It, it says a lot. There are a lot of people who want to be a total. God for God's sake, Quincy Crew has been winning back to back to back first places, and they're not sponsored.
0: Yeah, who would even want to? I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of orgs who don't have a team who would be like, ah, eh, you know, maybe Cloud Nine. Yeah, got like there, one there's no times, doubt. You know, I'm sure there, there there's yeah. other places in NA like you know maybe Optic wants a roster, maybe NRG wants a roster. Like there's brands that exist in the space. But why would you get a Dota team now when we don't know what's going on with the DPC? When we don't know who's going to be a team in a month? When we don't know what's going on with TI? When we don't know a thousand different things? And also, you're looking at the North American region and being like, well, there's Crazy and there's Quincy Crew and I guess there's EG and then there's teams? Like, it makes sense why... We're ha- why we're in this moment where there are no outside organizations even like what you'd consider not even a tier one org um or not even an org that's another game but like it doesn't make it any less sad and i don't know if people are even really talking about it that much like i see there's a thread on reddit that's like ah oh, you know like crazy's gone that's sad boo so of uh, moon meander good player but who it feels like it's almost kind of a a small story
1: yeah. I uh I think we are seeing all the repercussions of what happens if you have a an esports scene that is built entirely around one event and that event goes away. Like Dota 2 has been built around the International. That is how Valve built their esports scene. For various like for various things that they've done, they have Prevented a scene to flourish um, that is completely independent of TI. That ha- that comes with great things like the 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 things that we had before with the majors. I think the system that they transitioned into with third party organizers and running the majors and minors. I'm big fan of the minors. I think the minors is a really cool concept. I've always been a fan of that. Uh, with the what happened in CSGO and their their iterations of minors. Uh, but it comes with significant uh, costs as well. And we're seeing that now when TI gets taken away, you're taking out a huge uh, uh, amount of prize pool that is given to the players. Granted, a very small percentage of the players, but there is missing literally millions of dollars that would normally that would go to players Tens of millions uh, that of is dollars. not there. Tens of millions of dollars. It's just not there. A- and your sponsors are well, you built the entire scene around this one thing and that one thing isn't happening, so they're not going to be clamoring at the gates to get in. Like, of course, any of these orgs, Quincy Crew, absolutely, like 100%, they would get an org for TI. Some org would offer them a decent enough deal where they're not taking a very high percentage cut and they're getting a salary for like two months or something, but it would be a sizable salary. It'd be good enough for them to take it. You know,
0: yeah, mouse uh, parts.
1: Like, there, there'd be somebody who would come along and take that opportunity to show up on a TI stage, and who knows what happens. You know, maybe that team makes a run and you get top three at TI, and then you've got that. Uh, and your your sponsors are super happy with that. But, like, would you, would your, would that all gets taken away? Like, there's just a lot of incentives that, that go out the window. And, uh, I mean, that that is TI hurting the tier one scene and then you've got a non-existent tier two scene. So I don't know, man. Like I just like, as time goes on, I'm just becoming more and more disappointed with Valve and their handling of this dis- the the DPC or the lack thereof. I felt like it was the perfect uh, opportunity to get some unlike leagues going the perfect opportunity to try and revitalize uh, the tier two and tier three scene. Um, I don't know, man, like valve is at an- in NA valve is in seattle don't they look at their own scene of dota and be like well that's pretty shitty what's going on you know it's, i don't know
0: it still feels so weird to to speculate because i don't know like w- we're just in here as talking heads and we can be like yeah this is super disappointing and yeah we know they could in theory do more they they can fix every problem they have with money if they wanted to it's just hire more people spend more money fix some stuff in the game done. Right. Like, yeah, everything that they, everything that is a problem can be fixed with money. And my interpretation is they have more money than God because of steam. So (laughs) I think that that paints the whole, you know, picture of, of it to be a little bit more sad or bitter for me when, you know, I I don't like the hyperbole of oh a dead game or, Oh, uh, everything's, you know, going to shit. Um, but like we're watching, the active degradation of dota in north america and not even getting a roadmap or a comment or a or a hey stay tuned for this or you know what come back in january like there's nothing we don't know if the dpc is actually going to happen still as scheduled we don't know if every plan has been blown up completely and there's currently nothing going on behind the scenes we don't know anything
1: yeah, yeah. I I will say that I think um, that I have been relatively reserved in my judgment for a, a lot of things. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just had three people ping me to play Among Us uh, all at once. I think everyone's trying to think I have a plus one slot and everyone's trying to find somebody. And BSJ, Tsunami, and Bulba all messaged me because NA, NA has been playing some Among Us lately. But uh, sorry, didn't mean to sidetrack. Yeah. Uh, I have friends.
0: Hey, let me brag about my friends real quick, man. I'm so fucking (laughs) whatever,
1: man. The uh the thing the thing that I wanted to be able to rant about was um I I don't typically have super strong opinions or or um because I understand that I have a lack of knowledge of certain things. So for example, the Dota TV stuff and like the relationship that's there. I don't have a strong understanding of exactly how how much more money tournament organizers are going to get out of the new system? What the current system is like, but I do have some current I do have some problems with the current system. I feel like ESL's absurd fifteen minute delay. I feel like tournament organizers being very stupid in that regard, uh, and I feel like they they're shutting out the one uh, go between from streamers and tournament organizers that's actually benefit tournament organizers, which is when a streamer is in between. Uh, games and they're queuing up and they've got a 20 minute queue they're going to watch some professional match that is going on right Mm -hmm. and then in the middle of watching that game their queue's going to pop and they're going to stop watching that game and then those viewers got invested in the game they're going to hop over to the mainstream you know and they're actually going to start watching that game but because there's a 15 minute delay and all this other shit that people don't add like there there's no streamer who's actually going to like, I tried to do it with a five-minute delay or a three-minute delay or some shit. A three-minute delay with BTS, and it was, like, annoying enough to to try and make that happen. A 15-minute delay, forget about it. Nobody's going to be doing that between games. And that's the one way where the streamer-tournament organizer relationship is actually beneficial to the tournament organizer and actually pulls in viewers rather than the other way, right? But I don't know all the metrics. I don't understand. Uh, like, I don't have full knowledge of what the tournament organizer is doing. I don't want like, so, so I try not to have too strong of an opinion on these things. And so when it comes to valve, I, there's a lot of secrecy there and there's a lot of things I don't know. I I've had, you know, valve people tell me straight up that I've, I've said something that was just like, just dumb. Uh, when it comes to these sort of things, because I don't know, I don't have that goddamn information, and that's the thing that, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, like, they need to give away some information because, of course, people are gonna have stupid takes if they don't ever say anything. Yeah. Uh, they but, could, like, for if example, they, to, I, they could use they could like plant little
0: seeds of information among people, and then just like you know, they could leak stuff to you and then have you t- say it around, and then people be like, Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, but like, that doesn't even happen,
1: yeah. I, I think that, like for whatever reason like slacks has just been kind of a godsend for valve in in so many ways um like even for this dota TV I think he's been a huge godsend because I think he shapes community opinion and he has some very very strong opinions about the dota TV thing and I think he's won over a lot of people into his side of the argument uh which I mostly agree with him. Uh, I think him and I are on like a very similar page in that regard so uh like he he has been like a godsend. For for Valve and their relationship with their own community. And he's not even a part of Valve. Uh he's just a funny guy, you know? But I, I think that um the the problem is is that there's so much like we just don't know what exactly Valve's doing or what they're planning to do. I I can say I know, for example, that uh Valve is helping tournament organizers get tournaments going. I I like I know that they're doing that. But the thing is, I don't think that's public at all, right? And so it just feels like the DPC is not happening. And, you know, everyone's just left with like kind of a... Cause, because there was a point at some point in time where we're expecting DPC to happen. I don't know if, if uh, too many tournament organizers, what the, what their plan was, but then all of a sudden our DPC wasn't happening. And we didn't have like a ton of tournaments on the horizon. And I know Valve basically sent out emails to tournament organizers offering to help them get tournaments going. And and that that is just completely hidden. And I have no idea. Like, I know that little piece of information, but I have no idea what else they could be doing. They could be doing a lot of things that I just don't know about. So I don't want to have too strong of an opinion about Valve and condemn them too hard to... About DPC, you know, this is a very complex subject, no doubt. But uh, it, it's just—it just frustrates me because I feel like this is an opportunity. And the more I see things, the the further into this quarantine we go, the farther Corona goes. All these sorts of things. I feel like that opportunity just keeps on slipping away, and I'm just like, but why? I just cannot months. see very good reasons it's been for for this months. not to happen.
0: Yeah. It's been seven. It's been almost seven months. Isn't that wild? We're We're supposed to have started
1: a new season. TI is supposed to have been done, and we're supposed to have started a new season by now.
0: Yeah, bot TI happened. Everything's over.
1: Yeah, (laughs) bot TI, goddamn, bot TI happened,
0: for God's sake. Everyone knows that's the end of the season. So um, Worlds is going on. League of Legends Worlds is going on Mm -hmm. actively right now. And I know this, and I am watching more League of Legends than I have in my entire life, because Liquid's playing in the group stage, and blah 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 right like go go team they let me pay rent um and i have a lot of mixed feelings watching and knowing what riot did in order to make worlds happen and in order to make the rest of their normal season happen and i understand that there's so many like extra outside factors right like they have a ton of money from sponsors that they need to convert on they can't just not do worlds they have the ability to do business easily in China because of Tencent, and can probably literally pull strings with the government, a uh, speculation conjure because of that, right? So mm-hmm. they get to put on this event. Their their marquee event is going on in some way, shape, or form. They're in a sound stage. Their desk for the players is comically long because everyone is sitting six feet apart. <laughs> so, you know six, 12, even 18. though they're all
1: on the same team they're definitely getting within six feet of each other all the time. But yeah.
0: Yeah. They have a custom 25 foot desk that, the, that the, <laughs> the players play at that's wild um and, and, you know like everything is going on they're doing remote broadcasts from the eu people are calling in you know to do shows from na still from their bedrooms and you know what i think that people are getting kind of sick of of quarantine looking shows like i think people are kind of just over webcams and kind of scuffed production but they're doing it and it's happening and while it's not super advisable well i don't think bringing Hundreds of people from around the world to China and quarantining everyone for weeks and making a new bubble is, like, necessarily the safest or best or most ethical thing to do at this point in time. They did something. Which everyone can else go look at Valve and be like, well, what's happening? Riot is putting on worlds. And it's hard to compare apples to oranges because they are different in so many ways, right? But I'm watching worlds right now. That's a thing that is going on and happening. And I get it. I don't think TI should have happened. I think that would have been a bad idea to compare one to one. But the fact that there is nothing going on is only being more in focus with NA teams disbanding. Organizations disbanding, not just teams. They also go to their Counter-Strike team. Players
1: retiring.
0: Players retiring. Other game companies seeming to, in some way, shape, or form, continue with their docket of programming. Like, what is going on and if even if we are like a week out from an announcement a month out from an announcement is that even going to like really rally and satisfy people or are we past the point where people are going to be like like we waited too long like are people going to come back and in like some in, in some flood once the dpc properly starts or have we you know reached this point where it just feels chronically doom and gloomy
1: I, I think that this um, this entire thing illustrates the biggest downside of um, the Valve difference between Dota and CSGO, right? Is that like CSGO, the eSports scene was built up so organically um, in many ways. And it is a much more successful eSport, no doubt. But like their scene was built up so organically. There's so many tournament organizers heavily invested into that space uh, that like things will just keep going, even if Valve completely drops everything, you know, no longer does Miners Matrix, anything like that, Co- goes completely dark. You know, a, a very vibrant tournament scene will still be going on because of years of CS:GO esports growth and the things. ESL that have been Blast built Dream up. Hack. Yeah, and and I think Dota, like again, because TI took up such a, a massive chunk of of everything and it was it was even like it took up even more back when it was at the valve major system you know where they they would hire like basically white label esl pgl uh etc to to be able to run the event uh it, it still took up so much that there weren't like a whole lot of tournament organizers really invested into the space uh during those seasons because there just wasn't a lot of space for anything else right when you have Three, like, what was it like? What were the old majors like? Three million dollar majors or something yeah, like something that? Like and then you had TI when, like when they millions started, and they millions. was
0: three million dollars.
1: Yeah. So like, what tournament organizers like? Hey guys, want to come to our hundred thousand dollar prize pool events? Like, like no, nobody fucking cares at that point. It's half a mill or shut the fuck up. You know that that's literally what I've heard players do in like teams advocating for. Oh, we're trying to push these tournament organizers to uh, raise their prize pools to half a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Jesus Christ. Uh like that, but that's the kind of power that the players have had in the scene, and that's the kind of scene that has been built up. And there are many, 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 many good things to say about our esports scene and the way the Valve has set it up. It has many, many upsides to it, but it does have some downsides to it. And I think that pretty much unfortunately Corona is showing the absolute worst downsides of it is is how reliant we have been um on those things and how uh our our scene i i think our scene especially just got hyperinflated by ti whether it's you know player salary you know all these all these sorts of things again like players (laughs) using their power to be able to like have tournament organizers raise their prize pools up to five hundred thousand well then like that it's like that's 200,000 more than they would have done, or something like that. Like that money goes somewhere, it does things, it doesn't just go into somebody's one person's pocket, right? It goes around and it does things. Yeah. But you know, it's, I, I don't know, it, it, there's just a lot of things on my mind during this time, and it's uh. I I am very fearful of, like, this sort of plan continues another six months. Like, I I have to believe that Valve does have a DPC that is planning to go out at some point in time because they're still hoping that TI will happen uh, the next year, you know? Mm -hmm. So they got to roll out a DPC at some point in time. It's just, like, I'm fearful of, like, another six months uh, of this and just seeing... More players retire, more tier three players, like throwing matches for money, like that kind of corruption builds up, you know, like there's just a lot of things that I'm, I'm, I'm worried about, uh, yeah. for the, the Dota 2 scene. So
0: And it feels weird. Cause I think both of us generally, our disposition is a little more happy go lucky. And we're just mm-hmm. sitting here being like, I'm kind of scared and worried and don't totally agree with everything that's going on. And like, it's hard to. Uh, totally be the hey let's find the positive in this or, or like <coughs> pardon me wow or like hey let's let's you know workshop some some good thinking because it's, it's hard to look for those nuggets i think you know if, if i had to guess i would assume that we have a dpc starting in february maybe it's announced well before then uh I don't think December is a good month for anything ever, period. And- <laughs>
1: yeah, that like, if, if you're not doing December, you're not doing January because of Chinese New Year and stuff, right? So you have to do it after the Chinese New Year.
0: Exactly. So, so we're going to
1: have some, like, what, half-baked, expedited, or not half, not expedited, those are the wrong words, but, like, we're just going to have half a DPC season at that point? Yeah, or, like, two uh- circuits before
0: TI, like... You know, f- you got six months maybe you have like two three-month circuits and then one culminates in ti That you can you might be like able to I, do. i
1: i wonder if valve is like too afraid of this whole like look listen here's here's what i would have done i don't i don't give a shit here's what i would have done okay once i realized chrono is happening and stuff i would have said okay let's be honest guys that last season it didn't really get that far everything's gonna get wiped i don't care if you won the major you got a lot of money for it but if we're going to be moving forward and creating something and creating a, a vibrant Dota 2 esports scene, we cannot be holding on to the previous season. And so that's just going to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. So let's just make something completely fresh. I'm sorry, TNC. I'm tar- sorry, whoever else it was. Uh <laughs> can't you know, remember. But, but fuck it. You know, like, Dota's going to be in a completely different place in, in the next season. We've got Patch coming in, all these sorts of things. Like, unfortunately that last DPC and everything that happened is just canceled. We're going to start totally fresh with the new DPC setup setup that we have going. It's the best time for us to do these online leagues. We're going to try and build up these regional leagues that are going to be happening, really make them important. And we're going to build up the hype. And build up a storyline where each of the regions has, we're going to do very, very similar League of Legends, where each of the regions has, here are the big dogs of these regions. Here are the teams that are going to be looking to go to this international event. And when we get to that international event, we'll finally get to see them clash and see who's actually the best. And Europe's going to wipe out everybody. You know, like I have no problem with that, but at least we would have built up that strong, like built up that height. That's what I would have done. I wouldn't give it a shit. I don't care if Team Secret comes to me. I don't care if Puppy comes to me, but like, oh, but we have these points. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fuck it. This is for the better, the greater, the the all around Dota 2 esports scene. Shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. You've already made enough money. Let's fucking go. But I feel like Valve is still holding on to the, like, if, if they're only going to go forward with the two circuit plan, I feel like it means they're holding on to the previous circuit, you know, and saying, well, we got to stay true to, the money that was invested into TI10, we gotta stay true to the system that we started before, and we're just gonna keep that uh, whole thing, and then yeah. have this two circuit. I feel like that's that. I feel like that's a terrible decision, but I have to believe that that like that is the mindset of why they haven't done anything uh, in in that regard, and why they're delaying rolling out this DPC. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I feel like that's that's like you can't let the, the you can't let the the players hold the entire scene hostage at that point in time, you know, or like your fear of like, oh, we're screwing over, you know, the players who have achieved, you know, whatsoever. There was still prize pool for that major. Let's be honest, that major happened with Team Secret and LGD and fucking Evil g Gen- like all these teams weren't actually playing. Yeah. OG wasn't playing, Secret EG was playing, but like OG Secret and LGD like it's like what three teams that weren't playing or something like that. If
0: not more. Was I don't think Nigma was there either.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly. You're probably right. They they were probably taking a break as well. LGD wasn't there cuz they were still in, in in the fucking They were the ones who were in the the open opens. They couldn't make it through opens, right? Yeah. I think but, that was some.
0: No one should care about what happened in february 2020
1: uh, i agree no
0: one should, should care. there'll be some salty no TNC one no one games.
1: should care what happens in 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 october november 2019 that was when the major happened right the second major was going to happen in february or january esl one right that got ESL Angeles,
0: i think was march
1: oh okay so i mean Mar- march then but yeah. like didn't didn't the first major happen before december
0: I don't know so like happens. we're talking about
1: 2019 and we're talking about a ti that's going to be happening in 2021 yeah ah. but i have to assume because it just doesn't make sense to me why we would delay this much
0: i think the other disappointing thing is that we'll probably never really get a true clear answer outside for maybe the fact that one day you'll be in the valve office and have a conversation ask a question and you might yeah somebody will have tell an me answer. i'm an idiot <laughs> like yeah but but I think that the people who really care are the people who are like sitting here putting more money into their battle passes it almost sense like they'll probably never really know and maybe they don't have to know maybe it doesn't matter and maybe no one really cares and they just want Dota to come back and be what it was and then they'll be happy again but I yeah. feel like I I kind of crave more and I don't know if I'm entitled to that or if I, why I feel like I'm entitled to that but I I'm just so curious at what happened and what's going to happen that I feel like giving no context just feels bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've got a, a rising age demographic. Less less, and less players are new to Dota. We don't have those young 14, 15, 16-year-olds grinding Dota anymore. They're playing tons of other games, right? And so there's not a whole lot of incentive Uh, For new players to be coming in in the first place, there's not a whole, there's very little incentive for any tier three players to be playing. There's very little incentives for uh, tier two players to keep their grind going, except for the hope that they'll be able to make it into a tier one team. You know so if that starts falling apart if people start aging because we're not getting those fresh young and up and covers once people start getting to twenty twenty-one 21 and they don't have anything in their bank account to represent all the years of work that they put into grinding and trying to be one of the best but not quite making it like they, they're gonna be like well fuck it i gotta get the fuck out of here i gotta fucking cut cut this line that I have and move on with my life. I'd love to be, I want to keep trying for that dream of willing millions and millions of dollars. But in the meantime, I got to get paid now. I got to I gotta fucking finish my college degree. I got to get a real fucking job. You know, like I, I got to do those sort of things. and move on with my life because this is not to, this is not a job. This is not a career at this point in time because there's nothing to show for it.
0: Man, Cap, I feel like you ever get a shirt that just has like one thread? You're like, "Fuck, hold on, let me get rid of that thread." And then suddenly you yeah, pull yeah. it, and then you ruin yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole collar of the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what just happened here. I th- I think that we were like, "Oh man, isn't it wild that like uh that like you know NA's losing some some Dota teams," and then suddenly, bam, world's ending. <laughs> and I know we yeah. weren't that hyperbolic, but like I'm sure some people will listen to that and be like, "Wow, that was that was kind of grim." So, I, fuck, like. <laughs> I'm 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 worried. I'm worried that we just unraveled the whole shirt, and now uh, what are we talking about? Uh, yeah, dude, your it dad up. I voted. So I
1: voted the other day. Yay! I did you that. You voted already? My dad's attractive. Yeah, I voted already. Voted by mail.
0: I haven't, I haven't got my ballot
1: yet. <laughs> Sucker.
0: I should get mine soon. I'll vote soon.
1: Right Something some- else happened to me. Oh, that's right. You know what I did today? I did a uh, voice acting audition and they wanted uh they wanted the the read to be in the same um the same style as the old monster truck. Remember that video Sunday Sunday Sunday, 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 They wanted us to do oh, they they wanted us to do a take in that in that regard. Oh, I had so much fun doing it. I'm pretty sure my downstairs neighbors think I'm a fucking maniac because, you know, <laughs> there's no other way to do that but scream. Were you like or at least fake, you fake revving a truck loudly. by you?
0: You're like, I gotta get in the mood. Well, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't
1: even for a monster truck rally, but they just wanted it in that style for, for something else. It's actually for a mouse.
0: It's a good point of reference. Uh, I've definitely given that note as a creative director before to be like, you know those monster truck commercials? I want that energy. Mm-hmm. And I worry, yeah. actually, now that we're talking about this, that that's going to be a reference that's just literally lost on the Zoomers and they'll not know what we're talking about.
1: Well, uh, if you go and look up that reference, uh, it does not end in a politically correct way. So when they they sent the video, I was like, oh, I re- of course I remember this, right? And it's like... Oh, yeah, this is, you know, I was listening to the video. I was like, oh, this is great. And then it cuts off at the very end. You know what it cuts off on? Uncle Sam doing the point at the finger. And it says, be here or, and then it cuts off there. And I'm like, huh, there must be a decent more. I was thinking, like, there must be a lot more to that video, but they just decided to cut it off there. No, it's there's only another three seconds. And it's not be here or be square. No. It's something that rhymes much better with here that is very, very homophobic.
0: Oh. <laughs> Got
1: <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and I was like, I, and so I found the original video and I heard that, be here or be, and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> I loved it. That video is hilarious. Oh no.
0: Man. You know what though? That makes sense for monster trucks. I'm just gonna, I feel like there's still a lot of Confederate flags going on at monster truck rallies. Are that, that, that happens to still me? A thing?
1: They had to still That get similarly them. happened to me when uh, I went back and watched um, a, a clip of um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember the some, hand
1: banana episode? Some OG adult
0: swim. No, I was, I was, a I was a think a hair too young for Aqua Teen Hunger Force back when it was like an adult swim prime. Mm. I wanted
1: to watch Inuyasha. Okay. Oh, you were that guy. Disgusting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted to watch future. For the record, I have to defend myself. I wanted to watch Futurama on Adult Swim. okay. That's actually yeah, of what course, I was of watching. course,
1: okay, and that's but, the good stuff. But yeah, that, that like you just can Google it. Teen hunger force hand banana. That like, whew. I was just like, oh, this is so funny, and then it gets way, it gets a little bit too far, and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> Teenager Cap was uh, thought this was hilarious, and and now. Uh, adult cap is like in in 2020 it's like oh that's a little awkward
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny how that happens right but hey society progress change we're doing something something good i guess but until then i think we're just gonna keep on uh, mindlessly wasting people's hours i wonder what do you think someone was doing listening to this podcast i'm gonna bet one person one person out on a nice walk they got stung by a bee and now they're gonna associate bees with our podcast. Another person in the shower and peed a little bit on their leg in the shower. That those those two things happen during the podcast that's 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 my guess that's you know what we don't have that
1: many viewers listening
0: two we have i i see the numbers i know that we have at least two and one of them okay, is but the Walker. Chances, those
1: two people are doing those two exact things if we had million if we were joe rogan and we said that we add uh, you beyond the money because there's millions of people listening so of course at least one of them is going to be peeing in the shower on their leg like a degenerate
0: <laughs> how many people have gotten laid listening to the cycle podcast
1: none math says zero in, in fact they've been cock blocked by the side pull podcast some guy was like uh uh you know he picked up his date and he's still at the podcast going and she's like oh what are you listening to oh just a just a podcast uh oh, you wouldn't be that interesting she's like no no please i want to hear it and then he's like okay and then he's sitting there cap joy don't don't say thing, anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. Please. I'm trying to impress this girl. And then Joey comes on. So have you ever pooped yourself in public? Why does your Joey voice out of everybody, like your Sayori voice? Everybody has.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm sure that she turned around to him and she's been like, yeah, actually, I've been to it twice. And he was the person who stopped it because he knew.
1: Oh, so he was like me. He's like, you're... Fucking
0: disgusting. disgusting. (laughs) Um remind me remind me next week uh to tell you a funny story about me getting cock blocked, and I'll leave it at that. And then people can can wait with bated breath to hear that story, which is very fresh and still in my mind, uh, next next week. Uh but until then, thank you for spending this hour with us. You should follow us in your podcast play that you're listening on. Spotify, Apple, Google the web just do it it helps we appreciate it if you leave a review on Apple you know what you know what haven't done this in a minute gotta start reading them again I'm gonna pull a new fresh review next week and I bet I bet that most people who wanted to review already did it when we offered incentives but now no incentive I'm wondering who's gonna be like fuck dude that's gonna be like two whole minutes of my time I'm not gonna do that shit but if you do it I'll I'll see it. Prove to me that you don't need to be rewarded to to do a good thing. Show me humanity.
1: No Are one's they doing do a, a good thing, thing though? No one's increasing doing the exposure of this podcast. I'm not sure if that's helping the world, Joey. I mean, there's <laughs> also Tsunami says get a haircut.
0: Well, oh, dude, fuck him. <laughs> He was giving he was giving me shit the other day He's like oh you know when you grow your hair out You have to uh, do something with it You can't just like you know do whatever I'm Like motherfucker you look like a troll Okay like calm the fuck down you, you know how to manicure A beard after watching fucking A men's fashion advice Subreddit for three years straight And doing nothing else with your life So like give me a little bit of break I'm pretty sure that he's actually just Jealous if I had to be honest And he's you know what he's never gonna hear this So, that's fine. That's fine. Another one
1: of our friends that doesn't support us.
0: You know, (laughs) he did listen to I Want to Say the First 30. And then I'm pretty sure he stopped because he stopped talking to me about them.
1: You know who is going to hear this, though?
0: Conrad. I love you.
1: Love Conrad.